Oh my gosh. Hey everybody. Super pumped to talk about today's topic because we got some procrastinators on our hands. <laughs> Am I talking to you? We all procrastinate. Don't worry. Over 95% of people procrastinate. There are three forms of procrastination, which we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you three steps for conquering this and also some bonus strategies for how to keep you rocking on and it's going to be awesome. But before we get into today's show, I want to read you the review of the week. This review is by C. Capano. Five-star review. It says, great tips. I love when podcasts give real tips. The ones I have listened to have helped me get ideas that I am actually using in everyday life. Oh my gosh, y'all imagine that. A tangible podcast. Yeah. Thanks, C. Capano, for that review. You rock. And hey, guys, if you haven't left a review, pause this episode, like literally right now, pause it, go to iTunes, click the stars that you think the show deserves, leave a review, and I will probably read yours live on the air because here's the secret. Not that many people leave reviews and reviews are what light me up and keep this show going, flowing and motivated and inspired. And it just fuels me to continue giving you all of this amazing free content every single week. So thank you and go do it. Yeah. All right, y'all, I want to talk to you real quick about Thrivecart. This is my absolute go-to when it comes to checkout software. I was losing over 50% conversion at the point of checkout because it was just too complicated. People would look at that screen and they would click away. Since converting to Thrivecart, I have increased conversions dramatically and something super duper cool is Thrivecart allows me to create a upsell and downsell funnel. So When someone heads over to my checkout and they're about to buy one product, they typically end up buying two, three, sometimes all of my products simply because Thrivecart gives them a seamless, easy, simple purchasing demographic and helps them through the process. I'm obsessed with it. I absolutely love it. And here is the best part. Like some of those other competitors, it is not a high, crazy monthly fee. It's going to be, but for a limited time, I've secured you all a one-time license fee. You invest in Thrivecart one time and you have it for life. That is right. You can add unlimited products, upsells, downsells. It's so cool. I love it so much. If you want to snag this very limited time pricing offer and start increasing your conversions at checkout, head to bit.ly.com slash get thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, cart, C-A-R-T now. Bitly.com slash get Thrive Cart now. What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. All right, so let's first dig into the types of procrastination. And y'all, there are many different ways that we all procrastinate as human beings, And I want you to know it's okay, it's normal, lots of people do this, but I really want us to recognize 
when we are procrastinating, we are keeping ourselves from growing forward. We are putting off the things that will help us further our businesses, pad that bank account, get fit, get healthy, okay? So we have to recognize when we are doing something like this and then figure out why, and then we have to take back our power and take control of our lives and stop the madness, am I right? So let's dig into the three types of procrastination so you can see which one is affecting you, and hopefully, maybe it's all three, but I think it's interesting and it's also important for you to know how to really beat this. So first, 20% of people are what is called a chronic procrastinator. This is where your behavior is really affecting every area of your life, And this one, you know, is like you just procrastinate everything all day, every day. There's constantly an excuse. The next type of procrastinator is a thrill seeker. And this type of person is basically just waiting to the last second because you want to feel like rushed and excited and you want to have that euphoria that comes with, oh, boom, like I did it in two seconds. Like, whoa, watch me rock on. And then the last type of procrastinator is an avoider. This is the person that's afraid of failing potentially or even kind of scared of the success that might be around the bend if they actually do the thing or launch the course or start the blog or jump forward into something new. There's some fear there. These people really care what people think of them. And then there's a bonus type of procrastinator. Mm -hmm, That's right. (laughs) And this type of person is a decisional procrastinator. These type of humans are just unable to make a choice. Their decision-making skills are not on point. So which of those sound like you? Procrastination comes at a big cost, truly. It can be internally damaging. You can feel frustrated. You can feel uneasy. You are anxious because you know there's all these things that you need to do. You feel unworthy because instead of taking action on the business plan that you're dreaming about, you're sitting there and you're afraid and you're overthinking it. I get it. It even can create friction in the workplace, in your business, with your relationships, with your spouse. You know, like legit, you guys, my husband constantly procrastinates putting his clothes away right there beside the hamper. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, but for real. Okay. So procrastination is something that you're choosing. You are actually choosing to put something off in exchange for something else. So what am I saying there? I'm saying that we all have the power to stop this choice because just as with anything else, I'm going to get up and work out today. I'm going to go and find my first client. I'm going to post that post I'm scared to share. I'm going to eat healthy today. I'm going to say no to the junk food. I'm going to fix the relationship that's been hanging over my head. I'm going to call and book the therapy appointment. What is the stuff that you're putting off by choice? It's by choice. There are zero excuses. Tough love for a second. There are zero excuses for moving forward in your life when it comes to procrastination. Here are the three steps that I want to walk you through. Number one, we first have to recognize that we have a problem, yeah? We have to recognize we're actually procrastinators. Sometimes we hide from all the things that make us uncomfortable, and I get that. 
But when we can take a look at ourselves in the mirror and say, okay, girl, like there's been this thing, you've been wanting to do it for a while. I'm going to just admit to myself that I'm putting this off. Now, you can be putting something off for a genuinely good reason. Like, for example, I'm batching this right now. So by the time you guys hear this episode, I will have had surgery. However, I could be putting things off like taking on new clients because I have surgery coming up, as you guys all know. Now, that's a valid reason. And it's not that's different than procrastinating by choice where you say, I don't want any clients because I'm not adequate enough. I don't know enough. I don't know if they're going to like what I have to teach them and on and on and on. Okay. So you first have to recognize, is this a good reason or am I just truly waiting on this because I'm avoiding something? And you may be procrastinating if you're filling your day with (laughs) mindless stuff instead of doing the thing, you're scrolling social media And you guys, I procrastinate, okay? I'm not on a high horse. I am down in the trenches with you. This episode is as much for me as it is for you. When it comes to business, I'm like a go-getter. I am like on it. But when it comes to like doing laundry, for example, I totally procrastinate. So believe. When it comes to doing my hair, like I always procrastinate. (laughs) Is that a form of procrastination? I don't know. Uh, Here's another one. Maybe you're leaving that item on your planner and it just keeps rolling over every single day. It's like laundry. This happens to me. I'm like, today is the day. I'm doing an hour of laundry. I'm going to catch up. But it continues to roll over. All of a sudden, it's on Tuesday. Then it's on Wednesday. Then it's on Thursday. And you also have to recognize, is this thing that I'm procrastinating, is it really important to my life, to my sanity, to my peace of mind? Maybe you're reading emails or DMs or private messages over and over again, and then you're not taking action. You're not saying yes or no, or I'm ready, or yes, I'm taking clients, or this is how much I charge. Maybe you're starting a task. You start it. You're ready to go. You're sitting down at the computer, ready to type, and then you find an excuse to shift. Oh, wait, the dishes are still there. Oh, wait, I need to meal prep. (laughs) What are the things that are distracting you from these high priority things that you know you have to do? Maybe you're filling your time with everything else that people want you to do. You're reacting to the emails. You're taking the phone calls from your team before you are taking action on your own stuff. Maybe you're waiting to be happy and excited about that task. Oh, I'm not in the right mood. I'm super crabby today. I'm way too grumpy. There's no way I'm going to put out any good products today or have a great, you know, discovery call with someone. I got to wait for the right time. Do any of those sound familiar? I know some of them sound familiar for me. So here's the next step. We've got to understand why we're choosing to procrastinate. We have to understand the reasons so that we can begin to tackle it. Just as with anything else in our lives, why do we have money mindset? Why are we fearful? Why do we care what people think? Why are we having trouble losing weight? Why, 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 why? And so often that goes back to therapy or a coach or a mentor or our own discovery work or journaling and understanding yourself because then you can begin to heal yourself and change your choices You can redirect your own path, so to speak. So for example, are you avoiding a particular thing because it's boring, because you don't like it? If that's the case, listen, 
outsource it. I'm telling you, I used to edit my own podcast for the first like 10 episodes. And guess what? I would procrastinate because it wasn't super fun. And then I'd find myself scrambling the night before I was going to publish. And so I took a look at that and said, how can I handle this task that's not fueling me? I'm going to outsource it. And listen, the amount of of investment, investment, I said, to outsource something that doesn't serve you creates more space and happiness in your life to go make more money every time. Laundry. I'm at the point of outsourcing laundry and I've been talking about that for months. I just have to hire someone to do it because again, that's another thing for me that's unpleasant. I don't love it. However, if you're not at that point, tackle that thing first. Truly, if you can get it out of the way, it doesn't hang over your head for the rest of the day and you can just move on. And I believe that organized people successfully overcome procrastination by using planning, by using time blocking, by creating schedules. So you got to figure out why you're doing this. Is it because it's yucky and you don't love it? Is it because you're overwhelmed by this thing? You're afraid of this thing. Maybe you have doubts about your ability to actually do this thing or you're worried about what other people will think or about failing at it. So you just avoid it because if you don't do it, you can't fail at it, right? Now, here's the thing here that I want you to consider. Some people are actually afraid of success just as much as they're afraid of failing. So you've got to recognize this so that you can fix it and say, you know what? What is the absolute worst thing that can happen? Maybe you should write it down. Here's the worst thing that can happen. I write this really gritty blog post about this really embarrassing, vulnerable story, and I'm going to publish it. What's the worst thing that could happen? Somebody makes fun of me. Somebody backlashes. Somebody's like, oh, who does she think she is? Y'all, that's their own ish, right? And when people do those things, that is coming from their own insecurities and fears. So that's really not valid reason for me not to do it. Now I'm going to write on the other side of my paper all of the awesome things that come from doing this thing that scares me or overwhelms me, etc. I get this off of out of my body and into the world. It can help people. It can help change people's lives. It helps me grow and become a better writer, blah, blah, blah. So when you're, when you're looking at at those things and you're comparing the pros and the cons of doing something overwhelming and scary, most often it's just because you don't know how or you're afraid of how it's going to be received. And I will let you know that 90% of the time my pros have outweighed the cons. And so that helps me to leap forward and to stop procrastinating on that item. Here's another one. Maybe you are having massive issues with just making a decision. And believe me, I get this. Okay. We went back and forth on having a third child for like two, three years. It was, yes, we're having a third baby. And then it was, no, we're not. And then it was, yes, we are. And then it was, no, we're not. And I was not only driving myself crazy. I was driving my husband crazy, my friends crazy. Everyone was trying to tell me what the right choice was to do. And it was so hard. And really what I needed to do in that situation, y'all, and this is what you need to do, especially these really big, the big, hard choices. And so you just procrastinate. I can't make a decision. I can't move forward. I'm stuck in this place. Step away from it for a while. Just step away. Stop thinking about it. Start praying on it. Get it out of your mind. 
for a little bit because silence will bring clarity. And until you stop the incessant chatter in your brain telling you yes and no and up and down and right and left, like you're going to drive yourself flipping crazy. If you just step away from it and you let go and you let God, the answer will appear. And sometimes you just have to quiet your heart long enough so that the answer can come in. (laughs) So that's one thing I would say there. And here's the other thing. If you can't get clarity by getting quiet, maybe you need to be quiet on it for a week. Like just stop thinking about it. Focus on something else. And I truly believe clarity will come to you. Write a pros and cons list. That always helps. And do some inner discovery. Why can't I make this choice? Do I really want this thing? Yes or no? And do I want this thing for the right reasons? Yes or no? Is this my choice or is this coming from someone else? Is this mine? Is this mine? Something you'll hear in therapy all the time. Is that yours? Is that thought yours? Or is that someone else's thought? Like your mom's thought or your dad's thought or your spouse's thought. If you go through all of those four ways of discovering the right choice for you, at least for me, I've been brought clarity, I believe, but by God, by my prayer, by silencing all the things I think I should be, or all the internal and external things that are telling me that I have to make a certain choice, and being true to myself and discovering the right choice for me, and then taking action immediately, taking action immediately so that you don't procrastinate any anymore. Now, step three is to adopt some strategies that will keep you from procrastinating in the future because we always want to revert to our comfort zone. It's never an easy choice to do the hard stuff. You never want people to talk bad about you. You never are sure about certain things, especially when it's a big, scary choice. Launching the business, doing your first course, taking your first client, like having that third baby. You know, I mean, it's across the board when it comes to your life. It becomes a habit, especially when you are training your brain to run from fear and big decisions. Your brain will always go there because it's safe and your brain doesn't want you to be scared and hurt. There's chemicals that are put out into your brain anytime that you feel fear, anxiety, sadness. Your brain wants to protect you. It's an ingrained pattern. What you have to do is focus on getting through the practices that will break this habit. It's not going to happen overnight. One day you're not going to be sitting there watching, you know, Jersey Shore all day and ignoring the course launch that you inevitably really want to do in your heart, but you're afraid because anyone buy it? Is it worth the price? Are you even qualified to teach this thing? So I'm just going to hide from the world and lose my mind here and watch me some Jersey Shore. Or are you going to say, today I'm going to do one thing towards launching this course. I'm just going to talk about it on social media. Hey, y'all, like I'm super excited. I have a course coming up. I can't believe it. If you announce it to the world, you've started the process of launching the course. So your habits only stop when you avoid practicing the procrastination. Here are some specific strategies, okay? First of all, forgive yourself. I mean, this one is is a no-brainer, but it's a hard one. You have to forgive yourself when you have a procrastination day because those truly are inevitable. Don't be angry in your at yourself. Just say, hey, I Like literally sometimes, well, not sometimes, every day, all day I talk to myself (laughs) and I'm like, Steph, 
it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to be afraid. Like you guys know, I just publicly talked about my surgery and that's such a vulnerable thing to talk about. Like talking about boobs to the public masses of people and putting that out there is flipping terrifying. And I was super afraid of the judgment and I did procrastinate for a little bit. A couple of weeks I sat on the post that I had written. I sat on launching the podcast, but I had to stop the procrastination and face my fear head on. But I first forgave myself and I said, hey, this is a big, scary thing, Steph. It's okay to feel unsure. It's okay to worry about people's reaction. It's okay. You know, I get you. I am you. I get you. (laughs) So first was forgiving myself. And then the next thing was committing to the task. Like you actually have to focus on doing the thing. Focus on doing, stop avoiding. Write down the stuff you have to do and then specify the time you're going to do it by time blocking, okay? And then you just proactively tackle it. And then promise yourself something good when you do it. So here's this crazy, scary thing for me. I posted it. I launched the show. I committed to it. Here was the reward. It The reward for me was not hiding my truth. The reward for me was pleasing God by sharing a season of my life that was really scary and also something that if you hide stuff inside, it's going to manifest in some way. Anxiety, depression, overwhelm, fear, all of the negative stuff. So I knew getting this outside of my being and out into the world is going to bring me peace. That was my reward. So think about, and it can be a a tangible reward, you guys. Maybe, you know, you can have a a really special coffee ordered in. Of course, my brain would go there. (laughs) I'm like, hmm, coffee. Maybe it's a massage. Of course, my brain would go there. I'm like, I can tell you right now all the rewards that Stephanie Gass wants. (laughs) Massages, fancy coffees. Oh, hilarious. Anyway, here's another one. Ask someone to check up on you or find an accountability partner. Like, Let's go back to middle school, yo. Like peer pressure works. (laughs) And as negative as that used to be, now we as powerhouses and entrepreneurs, we can use peer pressure for good. How important is it to have a workout partner because you show up to the fitness class every week? I know I do. How important is it to have a mentor, even if it's a 30-minute just accountability mentor that you guys meet together? Hey, did you do X, Y, Z this week? How's it going? And it just helps you do the stuff that's not hard because someone else is watching. Act as you go. Here's one. So as soon as something arises that you are dreading, for example, you get the email. How much do you charge? I'm ready for coaching. And you're a life coach. And you've never taken a client. And you don't feel worthy. And you're not sure if you are charging the right amount. Or you're a VA. And you've got to go and find your very first client. And you're unsure of this, but then you get the email. Oh my gosh, tell me about your services. How much do you charge? And you're totally flipping out and you just keep staring at the email and not writing them back. (laughs) Tackle it right away. Again, like when it comes to fear and being insecure, it's better to take the step and fall on your face. I promise you than to just never take the step. You're staring at the staircase. Like you guys are literally right here at the bottom of this staircase. You're staring up. When you get to the top of that staircase, that's your breakthrough. 
That's your next level of success. That's your scalability. That's that big, audacious client. That is, you know, the next rank in your company. Like, that's it. So take the step. Even if you stumbled on the staircase and you're like, fell on step two and you stubbed your toe and you scraped your knee and you got a little banged up, you're closer to the top than you would be if you were still standing at the bottom of the staircase thinking about taking the step because it looks a little unsturdy, the wood doesn't quite look stable, you're not sure you might scrape your knee and need a Band-Aid. Like, listen, it's all gravy because who really does this affect other than you? And it's your staircase and that's your success waiting for you. So just act every time. Now, reframing. I talk about this incessantly, I swear, but if I say it like 30 million times, you guys will actually listen to me. (laughs) So reframe that ish. Don't let your internal dialogue run your life. Stop letting your thoughts control you. You have control over your thoughts. It's not the other way around. So instead of saying, you know, oh my gosh, I have to do this. I don't want to do this. That's so disempowering. Like, take your power back and stop self-sabotaging. Oh, man. You know, yeah. Like, let's just get off that topic before I go soapbox on y'all. Here's the thing. Take control by using verbiage that allows you to have a positive spin on things. For example, oh, my gosh. I am so afraid of posting about my surgery. I am so scared of what people are going to think. I just can't do it today. I don't feel ready, blah, 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 blah. How does that feel? Limiting, negative, creepy, scary, blah, yucky. Yes. Now, let's reframe this. I am so excited to share about my surgery because somebody's life is going to be changed. I'm excited to conquer this fear so that I can grow. I'm proud of myself for doing something out of my comfort zone. I'm so blessed that I get to challenge myself today and grow and raise the law of the lid over my own life. How does that feel? Exciting, positive, expansive. The energy surrounding it is bright and beautiful. And just the growth potential in those phrases is limitless. So reframe your own verbiage. Minimize your distractions. This is easy. It's easy to go down the social media rabbit hole when something scary is waiting for you. (laughs) But turn off the phone until you do the thing. It's like my kids. I'm like, you can't watch the iPad or play your apps until you what? Do your homework or clean up the toys or help me with the laundry or like there's certain things that we need to have immediate focus on and stop distracting and stop multitasking in order to not procrastinate. And that's you just taking ownership. All right, now here's one for those of you that are disorganized. (laughs) Because as an organized human, I feel like procrastination is a little bit easier to tackle because we're really good at planning, time blocking, and basically organizing our lives and organizing tasks. But if you're kind of disorganized, here's what you can do. Start using a paper planner. OMG. Go back to my show right now. Listen to episode 12. It may not be like the fanciest episode I've ever done, but it's truly the one that can change your life when it comes to procrastination. And it's called Time Blocking My Secret Weapon. It's not so secret. 
but it is definitely a weapon that I use to conquer every single thing in my life and get better every day and be my most fit, healthy self and be spiritual and time block and family time and grow in my business. Like you have to listen to that, especially if you're a disorganized human being, that episode is made for you. Next is to start prioritizing your to-do list and all your planner stuff. Figure out what is the most important items, the highest payoff, the A activity, what makes you money, what helps you have your highest physical fitness. Like for example, if you're looking at your business today and you say, okay, I've got these five things I have to do. I have to call back this client. I have to post something on social media. I need to meet with a client. I need to blah, 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 blah. Like posting on social media would be the last thing. So you could put a C by that one. Oh my gosh, closing that new client, that's an A. That's an A-list item. Do it first. So become a master of scheduling, of planning, and it takes practice, 21 days to create a habit, okay? I know this isn't natural for you, but it is important. Here's another one is set time-bound goals. So if you can reverse engineer a goal and say, for example, I want to quit my nine-to-five. Yeah, that's a great goal, but it's super vague and it has no time limit on it. Instead, try, I'm ready and excited to quit my job in the next 12 months. Let's say that you make $60,000 a year. You can reverse engineer your goal and say, I need to make $5,000 a month to then quit this job. So if I need to make $5,000 a month, I need to make roughly $165 a day. I now have a tangible thing I can shift towards. What are the highest payoff activities that will get me to that goal? How can I make $166 today? And then you create it in your plan and you take action on it. And there's nothing in your way. There's no distractions. You don't let the head game come in and tell you why you're not worthy of that and that you can't do it and da-da-da-da-da. So it's reverse engineering your goal and creating more of a bite-sized goal that you can tackle. It's not so overwhelming. I think overwhelm so often pairs with procrastination. Now, you can also use some task and time management apps, a lot of my clients and virtual assistants that I'm familiar with, they use something called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. You can use Evernote. You can use an like an Outlook or a Google Calendar. You can use, I promote and tote the paper planner, like hardcore, you guys know this, but maybe that's not for you. So find your system of management and then dedicate yourself to it. Try it for three full months every single day. That is my spiel on procrastination. You now know why you're procrastinating. You're recognizing that you have this kind of limitation. We figured out maybe why you're dealing with this. I gave you all of these strategies for conquering procrastination, whether you're organized or even disorganized, so you don't have any more excuses as to why you're not going to go out and do the things. Like You are ready to do the things. I am talking to you. I am so excited to see you just jump and leap every morning and do the hardest stuff first and get it done. I'm excited to see your business start to progress because you're not afraid. You're not afraid of investing in the thing you need. You're not afraid of opening your mouth and sharing the vulnerable stories so that people can relate to you. You're ready to grow forward and you're going to stop making every excuse of why you're not worthy of the success or why you think you can't get the clients because you can. Why you th- you're you worried about what people think of you because you're finally 
recognizing that what other people think of you is none of your business. Am I right? So we are done with procrastination. Let's take back our power and let's start to conquer our day and live intentionally because every single day is the first day of the rest of your life and you right now are writing the best-selling novel to your story. I want you to think about what this page should say. What should this chapter say? What should your book say? Do you want a boring book full of today I scrolled social media and thought about all the reasons why I can't do something? Or do you want a book that says this chick was on fire? She was leaping forward. She was trying stuff. She was scraping her knee on that staircase, you know? And then at the end of the book, you have all these wonderful experiences to look back on. Even the bad ones are still a growth opportunity. And the only way, the only way you make the money, you get out of debt, you change your life, you lose the weight, you change the relationship that's hurting you, you are a better mother to your children. The only way is to stop procrastinating right now and take action. I pray over you, gorgeous, that you are filled with the fire right now to take back control of your life, that God gives you the energy and the excitement you need to wake up every day. Hugo says, what's up? And tackle the stuff that's scary, that's overwhelming. And I want you to believe in yourself so hardcore that nobody else out there can tell you otherwise. I am cheering for you, mama. I believe in you. As always, love and light, Steph. Hey, P.S., did you like this episode? Take a screenshot and post it up into your Instagram stories. Tag me, Stephanie Gass, and hashtag the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and I will share your story up on my platform, and it'll be super fun. I'll see you over on the gram. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, If you'll head over to iTunes, the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. And I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My handle is at Stephanie Gass. I'll see you soon. Praying light, love, and abundance. Until next time.